Hey, what is up? This is AJ from Fire from Heaven, and uh, this is a series uh, called Self Domination. This was an old podcast I recorded, and now I'm uploading all the episodes onto the, my new podcasting platform, the Fire from Heaven Philosophy. So I hope you enjoy this series on dominating self. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Dominating Self Podcast. Today we are continuing our series on the Proverbs. Or today we're continuing our series on the wisdom of different cultures. Uh, last episode we talked about some Proverbs from Chinese culture. And today we are talking about some Proverbs from Native Americans. So... <clears throat> Let's get right into it. I hope you guys are enjoying this series on wisdom of different cultures. Again, what we've talked about in the past couple episodes, a couple with each episode, wisdom really what these proverbs are really all about and the wisdom in them is a lot of times foresight. There are different different definitions of wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge, but there are different definitions, but they all go together to uh, define, you know, really what wisdom is, and really it's foresight. It's just looking ahead and seeing that the consequences of stupid actions, you know, it's just looking ha- ahead and seeing that stupid actions lead to, you know, consequences that are frustrating, that suck. And that also looking ahead and taking smart actions that there are consequences for those, but good ones. So, let's start with the first proverb. You already possess everything necessary to become great. So, I think there was an African proverb that was uh, similar to this uh, on... Uh, about, I think there was an, uh, I think there was an African proverb that was similar to this, how we aren't born great, and this Native American proverb go well together. We aren't born great, but we, we aren't born great, but we possess everything we need to become great. So, God, so, <clears throat> God does not leave us with nothing before we God doesn't leave us with nothing before we are born. He puts within us fields that can be cultivated. However many however many they might be or how big they are don't really matter because we all know someone who is really talented at something and they do absolutely nothing with it. They keep it to themselves, they selfishly keep it to themselves, and that's as far as it ever really goes. Like the saying goes, hard work crushes talent when talent fails to work hard. Doesn't matter how big your fields are, you can still cultivate them with hard work. Even if someone starts out with a bigger field than you, it doesn't matter. They do nothing to that field, 
you could cultivate it way bigger than theirs in a short amount of time, honestly. <clears throat> Work ethic is what I see this proverb teaching because it is left to the person to decide what they're going to do with what they're given and what they have. It takes work, it takes time to cultivate your fields. The important thing is that you don't expect anyone else. The important thing is that you don't expect anyone else. To, the important thing is that you do not expect anyone else to do that for you. Don't expect other people to cultivate you, to develop you. Don't expect other people to do that. The important thing is that you don't expect anyone else to do that for you and understand that and understand that you have what you need in order to cultivate what you have in order to seize opportunities. You have everything you need in you to to be the person you know you're supposed to be. And you have an obligation to bust your butt, to develop yourself, to cultivate your fields, and become more. Man has responsibility. Okay, sorry. Next proverb, man has responsibility, not power. So, <clears throat> overall, I really ex respect the Native American view of the world as I understand it anyway, and all that they have is being a gift and they really have a spirit of thankfulness and humility. This is a great truth to understand that we have responsibility, not power. Because what we have will pass to another and then to another. The things that made a man quote-unquote powerful will pass from him to another because as powerful as some men might be, they can do nothing, they can do nothing to escape death. We are here for a short time, and what we have that gives us power will pass away from us to another. Man has responsibility, not power. And this kind of aligns with my Christian beliefs that everything I have, God has given me stewardship over. So, just like changing your view from everything that's like all yours, and changing your view to see it as something that you steward, it just makes you, you think on a deeper level and have that wisdom of foresight looking ahead and seeing that someone else will one day have that, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, um, whether it's like an unhealthy mindset that you pass on to your children or whatever, like everything that, everything that you're tied to, whether it's who you are, just everything, who you're with, your family, whatever. That's all tied to you, and we need to have this wisdom of foresight and look ahead to see, look ahead to see that um, there are people who are going to essentially inherit everything we've cultivated, whether it's good or bad. And when I think of that, that I want my kids to inherit a very strong and healthy, good mindset. And work ethic. I don't want them to have a bad one. Because I want them to do well whenever I'm gone. And whenever they have their kids and stuff like that. And just look ahead. Our, our culture is so short-sighted. Look ahead. Next proverb. It is no longer good enough to... Tr 
It is no longer good enough to cry peace. We must act peace, live peace, and live in peace. This one is earth-shakingly true. How much division have we seen in the past two years in the United States? We have people screaming for equality, but what do they do? They treat those who disagree and say... They treat those who disagree and say there is equality as less than them. The side who thinks there is equality does the same exact thing, and I won't deny that so we have a major problem. I think and I'm just speculating that as this proverb suggests, we must choose to take action ourselves and be the change we are wanting to see in the world, even when no one, especially when people... Oh, wait. I think... And I'm honestly just speculating here that, as this proverb suggests, we must choose to take action ourselves and be the change we are wanting to see in the world, even when, uh, actually, especially when people disagree with us. This needs to happen on both sides. So, it's not good enough to cry for equality. We must act equal. Don't make yourself more or less than someone. We often think the problem is those thinking they are above us, but could the true problem be those who go out of their way to make themselves less than others? Because it makes someone seem higher than them, so it supports their argument as foolish as it sounds, I think that might be a part of the problem on both sides. One side can make themselves lesser by playing victim, and the other side can attempt to make themselves lesser by being the noble ones who are humble. But it is... It is by a false sense of humility, because the meaning of humble means not proud or haughty, not arrogant or assertive. So, both groups are proud, but one is very arrogant and proud, and I'll honestly admit that I am very proud, which makes me arrogant to the struggles and pain of others. Many are proud of their service. Many are proud of their service to others, and it's it's very honorable thing to go to war, especially die in war, in service to your country. You see that in culture all the way back to the Greeks and even before them, but it is honorable to come home. But is it honorable to come home from war and abuse your wife, drink heavily, and neglect your children? No, it is not. It doesn't matter what service you provided others or what good you did. Your righteousness is filthy rags to a holy and just God and you will be judged for what you did wrong, not what you did right. I think some of us need to let go of our noble humility, I'll call it. Definitely me, because we are very humble and we're proud of it. <laughs> so, And some of us need to stop blaming and depending on someone else for where they are in life, because no matter where you are, who you are, or where you came from, you will always have the ability to choose how you respond to something, and that is far more powerful than any oppressive force that could ever exist. So again, let's like, just again, think about this proverb. It is no longer good enough to cry peace. We must act peace, live peace, and live in peace. And I've talked about it on a I've talked about it recently, where are we, if we truly believe, actually, yeah, and 
And so, like, this makes me... If it is no longer good enough to cry peace, we must act peace, live peace, and live in peace. Whenever I read that, I just really think of this. If we truly believe something is wrong, then does it make sense for us to require others to hold to that belief in order for us to act out the beliefs? If, for instance... We believe racism is wrong, and I know it's a touchy subject, but if you believe racism is wrong, but you treat someone else as if they're lesser or higher than you, then do you truly believe that racism is wrong? No, I don't think you do. I think there are those, like we kind of talked about, those who put others higher than themselves to play victim or to have this false humility. And there truly are those who try to put themselves above others and looking down on others for whatever. And that's on both sides. The racism issue is not just on one side. It's on both If you claim racism is wrong, then live out those beliefs and don't be racist towards another person. Whether they're white or black, whether they hold to whether they're white or black or whether they hold to the same beliefs or not. If you believe racism is wrong, then shouldn't you act out those beliefs? Even if the the opposite party isn't? Yes. You should act out those beliefs. If you truly believe they're wrong, then why does it depend on someone else living out your beliefs in order for you to live out those beliefs? It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. So, I'm going to close with that thought. <laughs> Sit on that for a little bit and think about it. Seriously. Stop screaming about something being wrong if you don't value it enough to live it out unless everyone else is already living it out. It makes no sense. You you do not value that belief. So, stop faking it. And I'll see you I'll see you in the next episode. This is a dominating self podcast. I'm AJ. See you in the next episode.